Greetings and salutations, happy and blessed people. I am Doriel Davis, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Say It Louder, the podcast, episode 107. For my newbies, you have walked across the threshold into my classroom. You are welcome to this space. I am the Renaissance man, the educator, actor, singer, writer, R&B junkie, with the charm of a Southern gentleman, and the words of wisdom as my grandmama, my mama, and my teachers taught me. I invite you to follow my Instagram pages at Southern underscore gentleman 14 and at Crescent Media Productions, where you will find more content and get notifications about new episodes and more. You can also follow me on Twitter. You will find me at Dr. F.D. Davis. That's at D-R-F-D-D-A-V-I-S. No matter what platform you have used to tune in and enter this class, I thank you. And I'm glad you're here. In the last episode, the focus was on the inner child as it relates to the abandonment wound. In earlier episodes, I have discussed the neglect wound and the abandonment wound. This episode will focus on the inner child as it relates to the guilt wound. In this episode, I will focus on the following. Recap on information about the inner child. Define the guilt wound. Convey the way the guilt wound shows up and manifests as behaviors and things you may deal with. And finally, tell you what to do about it. All of this in the awakening. Are you serious? That really happened? It's not enough to be awake. It's the awakening. The inner child is the childlike, usually hidden part of a person's personality that is characterized by playfulness, spontaneity, and creativity, usually accompanied by anger, hurt, and fear attributable to the circumstances of childhood experiences. The inner child holds all the memories of our past. We carry those memories throughout our lives, even as adults, whether they were positive or negative experiences. People who live with a guilt wound always feel bad about something or someone. The fact that they feel bad about this someone or thing causes them to behave in a way where they take responsibility for other people's feelings or actions. They avoid asking questions and asking for favors because they feel or believe they can do everything on their own. This is an impossible task. However, it doesn't stop the person living with the guilt wound from making this attempt. It will leave you mentally, emotionally, and physically drained. According to selftherapyjourney.com, if you have the guilt wound, this may come from your family castigating you for violating their moral beliefs. Or you may be a part of a family where guilt was commonly used in a way to influence people. You may be blamed for a parent's emotional problems. There are even instances where a parent may blame you for a spouse or significant other leaving. As young children, we are not supposed to feel so much pressure, and that's why the guilt pattern appears. Something that happened in life ignited this thinking or belief that we were responsible for or guilty of something when we actually weren't. Despite that reality, we can't shake the feeling, and it lingers, and it speaks to us. People carrying an inner child guilt wound have a hard time setting boundaries and saying no to others. By doing so, they take on things that are not a good vibrational match for them or that's too much for them. As a result of this, they feel unhappy. They build bad relationships and sacrifice themselves greatly, much to their own detriment. 
When it comes to relationships, guilt-ridden people attract manipulators who are able to make them feel guilty about anything and everything. Now, we know that manipulators are people who control or influence others in a clever or unscrupulous way. Manipulators target the recipient's soft spots. They hold the other person responsible for everything, their happiness, their success, their unhappiness, and their failures. It's always the other person's fault. The person who suffers with a guilt wound is always at the mercy of the manipulator because, again, the person with a guilt wound is unable to set boundaries with others and take on the load of others' stuff because they are incapable of building the healthy wall that keeps the person's mess out. The manipulator makes the person with the guilt wound concede to things surrounding money, any miscommunication that takes place, any bad choices that are made, anything that doesn't work in the relationship, the manipulator blames the recipient. And they are highly successful in the event when they are in a relationship with someone who suffers with a guilt wound. If you, yes you, recognize yourself as someone who is always feeling guilty and has the need to constantly apologize, maybe it's time to go back to your childhood and see What was it that inflicted such pain on you? What was so heavy, so burdensome that you feel responsible for? What moment in your past made your fragile inner child feel guilty? Pay close attention to these signs. They will help you learn the general extent to which your inner child has been wounded and to the level in which you feel unsafe in this world. The more signs you say yes to, the more you need to seriously, seriously consider inner child work. These are some of the things that you need to reflect on, and they are as follows. In the deepest part of me, I feel there is something terribly wrong with me. I experience anxiety whenever I think about doing something new. I'm a people pleaser, and I tend to lack a strong identity. I'm a rebel, a misfit. I feel more alive when I'm in conflict with other people. I tend to hoard things and have trouble letting go. I feel guilty standing up for myself. I feel inadequate and not good enough as a man or as a woman. I'm driven to always be an A-plus super achiever. I believe I'm a terrible sinner and I'm afraid of going to hell. I constantly criticize myself for being inadequate and unworthy. I'm rigid and I'm a perfectionist. I have trouble starting or finishing things. I'm ashamed of expressing strong emotions such as sadness or anger. I rarely get mad, but when I do, I become rageful. I have sex when I don't want to. I'm ashamed of my bodily functions. For example, pee or poo. I spend too much time looking at pornography. I distrust everyone, including myself. I am an addict or have been addicted to something. I avoid conflict at every chance possible. I am afraid of people and tend to avoid them. I feel more responsible for others than for myself. I never felt close to my mother and or my father. My deepest fear is being abandoned. I'll do anything to cling to a relationship. I struggle to say no. If you answered yes to 10 or more of these statements, working with your inner child should be at the top of your priority list. If you answered yes to five or more of these statements, you should seriously consider reconnecting with your inner child. There are some things you can do to begin the process of healing your inner child. Now, I'm definitely an advocate for therapy, but Healthline.com offers some suggestions as well, such as first, acknowledging your inner child's presence. This involves recognizing and accepting things that caused you pain during your childhood. 
When you show that you're ready for this journey, bringing these hurts out to the surface can help you to begin to understand their impact. Next, listen to what your inner child has to say. These feelings usually show themselves when you are triggered with strong emotion, discomfort, or old wounds. Are you angry due to unmet needs? Did you experience abandonment or rejection? Is insecurity somewhere in the midst? If you can trace these feelings back to a specific childhood event or events, you may realize similar situations in your adulthood that trigger the same responses. You can even put your writing skills to work by journaling or writing a letter to your inner child from the adult perspective. It may take you some time to wrap your mind around these things or even which things to do that will work. But whatever method you use or the number of methods you use, give it your all. You are worth the healing. The motivational moment. For this motivational moment, I just have to tell you that you are worth protecting. Sometimes we yearn for relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic, but it could be for platonic relationships as well. I used to always envy people who share friendships with people over a long span of time. I know people who have been friends for 20 and 30 years. I used to see them engage with one another by going to happy hours, going on trips, talking about memories, and I used to yearn for that. I tried to find it at church, at work, and they never seemed to work in the way that I thought that they should. This is when I had the epiphany that relationships should not be forced. They just happen. And when they happen, they are not perfect. Nor will they look like the other dynamics that, you know, I've seen. It is then that I looked at the people who held space in my life. Those people I met at church or at work. And I did a true assessment of who they were to me. And I did a true assessment of myself. I found that the majority of the people who held a space in my life did not deserve to be there. Either they had done something or said something that doesn't fit with where I am and who I am, but I didn't have the courage to separate from it out of fear of making interactions difficult or I simply viewed the terms of friendship or relationships differently. It doesn't mean that every one of those people were bad people. And it doesn't mean that I was perfect in the situation. It just meant that the time was up. That then caused me to look at the people who were left. I found that I had people in my life who I had known for decades and we had commonalities and memories. Even though our dynamics are different, it's our dynamic that is meaningful. You are worth having the type of relationships and interactions with others who push you, who build you, who challenge you, and who hold you accountable. And you should be able to do those same things with whom you have chosen or choose to forge relationships with. Allowing the wrong people to inhabit your space does not give off the energy that you are worthy of being protected because you are not taking the steps to protect yourself. You are worth it. You are a precious commodity. But, if you don't believe it, no one else will. Now that's all for episode 107 as I discuss the guilt wound regarding the inner child. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Podbeam, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music slash Audible. You can also find me on Instagram at Southern underscore Gentleman 14 and Crescent Media Productions. Find me on Twitter at Dr. F.D. Davis and on Snapchat. I am Dr. Underscore Nardo. Tune in to next week for another episode of Say It Loud of the Podcast. Be great and be good to yourself. (laughs) 